Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Radio. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to another edition of Nothing But The Truth. I'm your host, Mr. Evan Brooks. truth it's been going on it's been going on since about 2007 we talked about all the issues of relationships dealing with one night stands dealing with everything just dealing with all the stuff I really want you to know that today we're going to talk about some more serious issues now before I go into that I do want to bring up the, the topics. I want to talk about the coach, or the, not the coach, but the the owner of the L.A. Clippers. I want to talk about the rancher. Thanks, man, Cliven Bundy. I'm telling you, the month of April is uh, racist. Is, I mean, it's been coming out the woodwork as far as everything, yeah. Now, dealing with that, because this is a 15-minute shot, I want to tell you, first off, they're coming out the woodwork. April's been a significant month. I mean, Hitler's birthday around this time. In April, he was born around this time. You had a white man, a million man march. You had other protests. You had a guy who killed, uh, he was a known white supremacist, going around, um, killing people, I think, right before Easter. He shot three people and killed them. It's, it's just real crazy stuff that's going on. And I don't think it's a coincidence. You have to be crazy to think it's a coincidence. Now, a lot of people wonder. They wonder about the whole situation or why it took place with the rancher. Now, if you haven't kept up with the news, the rancher, uh, Clyde Bundy in Nevada, is on federal property. He's on federal property raising his cattle. Now, he has been paying taxes, or, well, not taxes, but the, whatever the fees are that you have, grazing fees, he hasn't paid it for numerous years. So when they finally say, okay, we had enough, we want... We want you to, uh, we're just going to come over and and take it over. He stood up against the government and, yeah, a couple of uh, militia, you know, those people that you see them doomsday preppers, they actually go out there or actually went out there and held their ground and the federal government walked off, which I thought was a bad thing. I mean, they've been taking everyone else's land. And if it was their own land, then why would you back off? So anyway... Everyone was like, oh, he's a hero. He's kind of like the modern uh, Davy Crockett or whatever you want to call him. But then at some, I think Fox, or no, it was a uh, Wall Street Journal. They got a hold of him and asked him some other questions, and he was saying that he believed that black people were better off being slaves. Better off being slaves, say black people kill one another, 
women have abortions, men go to jail. You like they it'd be better for them just to learn how to pick cotton and tend the chickens and they would have a family. Now he claimed he didn't come off being racist, but he was like, I'm just speaking from my honesty. He didn't think Dr. Martin King even did his job as far as the civil rights movement. You have to be a tool to take him for work. And Fox was the fool, by the way. Fox was all with him until he said it. And then you had some of the Congress members that were backing him up, which was stupid because you represent the government. So why wouldn't you sit there and support a man who's like anti-government and you work for the government? I, that's what I don't get with some of these folks that say, I'm not. I'm for a smaller government, but I work in a government position. I get paid by the government, but I'm against the government. So you're saying you're against your, it's a, it's a contradiction of what you're saying about yourself. So in that situation, he made that comment. Fox, uh, Sean Hannity kind of backed up some, I don't appreciate him saying that, that's him being a racist, just uncalled for. It's just, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. I really, they're going to do anything much about it because people are talking. People are talking. He's on the land. I mean, if it, if it was the real case, then get him off the land. He can't get everyone, right? And a lot of people are saying, well, he didn't mean, I mean, you didn't even have people out the woodwork. I was talking to one of my friends the other day, and I was saying, man, we got to we gotta come back. One thing that black people don't have in this country is economics. We don't have a group of economics that we practice like the other races do. If we practice it, if we follow it, and we buy from our own people, I'm not coming off racist. That's another thing I want to talk about here in the show. I'm not coming off racist, but as far as buying, buying from my own people, being truthful with our own people, as far as, hey, we're going to deal this business, you can protect yourself from these outside elements as far as people not hiring you. And I tell people we have to create jobs for ourselves. Stop looking out for people to drop in our lap because it's easy. It's easy to go work for someone because they tell you what to do, what time to come in, and this is how you can get paid. And some people don't want to take that say, I want to do it my own way. And some people don't know how to, but there's ways to make your money grow. But coming off from listening to what people are saying and the person saying, well, you should just leave out the country, leaving out the country ain't an option for me. I was born in this country. I'm not leaving this country. You're going to have to deal with me. You have to deal with the other black people and the other races that's in this country. It's not going to be where, oh, I don't like how you talk, leave the country. You're going to, we've been here this long. Now you, you're going to complain like, and I honestly think it's because they don't like who's sitting in office right now. Because Not because of what his policies are. It's because of what his skin color is, which, which we still can't get past. That leads on to this uh, basketball owner for L.A. Clippers. You know, I don't know what happened. I don't know how his ex-girlfriend had a tape on her to record that. But these people have been trying to get him out. Magic Johnson has been trying to get this guy out of, um, out of his uh, – that he owns because he owns the Clippers. He ain't no part owner or any of that. He owns the company. And people are like, we need him to step down. I don't think he's going to step down. He's going to do kind of what, like, the owner did for the Charlotte Hornets at the beginning. Charlotte Hornets left Charlotte, and there was a void right there until the uh, Charlotte 
Bobcats came in. Now we've got to get that name back because the New Orleans Hornets want to give up that name. So, all thing I think he's going to do, because people are saying, well, we're going to talk to the NBA commissioner. People are saying, well, it should be a fine on him. And he hasn't came out and spoken yet. People from his from that organization spoke. Other owners like Michael Jordan spoke. You had the mayor of Sacramento, former basketball player of the Phoenix Suns, Kevin Johnson spoke out. Kareem Abu-Jabbar spoke out. All about it. And what the whole matter was, he he told his girlfriend, who happens to be Mexican and black, she looks Asian if you look at her, but she's Mexican and black. She took a picture with Magic Johnson and put it on selfie or Instagram or whatever you want to call call it. Anyway, put it on there. He got upset, starts yelling at her. Now, I don't care if you have sex with him or whatever. I mean, it's real blatant, real blatant. He say, you don't need to be around it. Look how it makes, it makes you look if you're around it. Those type of people, I really don't want them to come to the game. Don't even invite them to the game. So you got players that play for him that happen to be black. you got people who go to the game that happen to be black. So he's like, I don't really care. He's got this, yeah, I, he hasn't came out saying he said it, but him not saying anything makes himself more incriminating. So if, if that was the case, and you know he didn't say it, because he's probably going to come off like this, guys. I bet you he's going to say, I was on some drugs. I was taking some medication. I wasn't aware of what was going on. Because they're calling her in, too. They're calling in his ex-girlfriend to verify everything. But... I think what he's going to do is just uproot his team. He's like, if you don't like what i got to say, I'll just take my team up north and leave L.A. And he has the right to do it because that's what Kareem Abu-Jabbar was saying. He's like, I don't know what we're going to do. He's like, you have where players get fined for saying things, whether it's something about people being gay or something dealing with a racist remark. You turn around, you have this, you put this out here where, okay, you I said it now what? Now you're like, I don't know what what to do. I mean, it ain't like you could suspend him, he's the owner. Now all the time I am telling you what he's gonna do, he's gonna go up north where people are like I like that, I like that talk. It's fifty states in this country, right? There's only like twenty eight basketball teams, so he can go to anywhere he wants to. He can you know, they go to playoffs right now. He can be so I don't want none of y'all. I, I just want to start over, change the name, change the title, take it somewhere else, and get paid. He won't be in L.A., but he can be like, I, I don't give a damn. I can fly to L.A. I mean, that's how, how his money is. And it just goes back to where you have in the NFL, not NFL, but you know, yeah, NFL, baseball, basketball, where you have these owners that's got this plantation mentality. Not all of them are like that, but when someone comes out and say that, I mean, what was the reason for him to tell me, are you jealous? There's other ways to say that, and I, I don't know. But I think he's going to uh, not step down. I think after the season's over, they're going to address it, and he's probably going to be like, I'm just going to take my team somewhere else. Or he's gonna, they're going to make him come out of his pocket. And you see that a lot when people say stuff like that, typically. They say apology and they donate it to to a, a, 
a church, not church, but to a school or something that deals with minorities. And minorities, it's a broad spectrum. So he might say, I donate so much money to the NAACP. Might even get Jesse Jackson or Reverend Al Sharpton to come and speak. You keep your eye on that. And it's not over yet. We still got a few more days till April. So you're going to see more and more nonsense that takes place in our country. And it's going to keep going. And the reason why it's going to keep going is because we don't sit there and have a real conversation and address what we got going on here as far as dealing with race in America. And we're talking around it like we've been doing instead of talking at it, talking about it, not talking around it, we can get somewhere because people don't really want to talk about race. The ones that's in power don't want to talk about race because then they're going to be like, yeah, that is fucked up what we did, but we did it. But it's going to have, we have to have that conversation. It's not no, well, can we get around this conversation? We lost that. We lost that a long time ago because the more things that's going, taking place now, the worse it's getting. I don't know if you kept up with the news with what was going on with, what is it called, uh, the Supreme Court for Michigan saying that it was uh, legal to practice affirmative action when um, students applying or prospective students are applying for the school. You can't say, well, I, don't, I want at least 100 blacks to apply or get accepted or anything. You can't do it no more. And some people say, well, that's a good thing. Not really, not in this time of age, because now someone's like, I don't like black people. I can just throw that thing in a trash can. You know, it was a quota system. And, and, they, and you got clear something saying, well, yeah, I had plenty of time. We only had it for 25 years, guys, affirmative action. Not even enough time. 25 years or 400 years, that's a lot of catching up to do, guys. We don't own no. We don't own a whole lot of business. We own less than one percent of anything in America. We got people getting locked up over chumped up charges because they're in an economically deprived city. We don't have communities. We have neighborhoods. You have to understand. And some people say, "Well, black people do this. Black people do that." It ain't that. I mean, you do things to people, and so why can't you get your stuff together? But you had all these opportunities. What do you think that happened? And I'm not taking up for people who just commit crimes just to commit crimes. But you got people who say, "Well, I rather, I rather steal the, the take care of my kids or go ahead and make this hustle die out." And that's people. That's survival needs right there. But if you give people the opportunity, if you put a community together where people are working together. Now, I'm not talking about where you can work and now come work for you as far as a job thing. But we're putting our money together. We're raising the community instead of taking the money outside the community like we're doing because we're thinking we're special because we wanted to have equal rights and we wanted to integrate. We're the only ones that wanted to integrate compared to the other races as far as black people go and concern. We're the only ones that we're talking about we want to have Equality of integration. You, you gotta you, don't get it twisted. I'm not saying segregation was right, but once segregation got lifted and we got integrated, that strength that you had in the black communities from what people say you had those the schoolhouses, you had those businesses that only were for the blacks because they, they couldn't get the services because they weren't allowed. 
we had a strong economic base. We could have held our ground, but people said, I want to be different. I want to do this. And then you had on top of that other different types of movements that took place. Now we're just everywhere. We ain't have a, we don't have a focus, and we got to get our focus because that's, that's it. That's going to be stink of us right there. We're the only ones really, and I tell my parents this too, we're the only ones really to tell our kids, get a good education, that way you can get a good job. And you never talk about, hey, have you ever thought about doing your own business, this and that? Because you got to think about it. You're talking about, well, I want to get some money, I want to get this and that. It's not going to come working a non-file. You forget about that. That's a tell me. It's no way. It's going to be times where you fail if you start your business. Bill Gates sell his first business before he started Microsoft. So if he judged himself off that first business, you wouldn't have Microsoft, the operating system that you have in your computers now. You wouldn't have any of this. The Bill Gates, you had your, your guy for, uh, what's his name, Donald Trump, same situation, bankrupt, came back. Now, he had it with his parents, but he didn't give up. So I honestly think I honestly think we have to. And it's not even a thinking apart. It's a knowing part. We must practice group economics. You should work with people. You should network. And I'm talking about the basic essentials. You know, let's say this. Okay, I, I know how to cut grass. I love cutting grass. Just give me an example. And I have me and my other friend would like to cut grass and stuff. And you say, hey, why don't we take this on the road? You know, you go talk to a lawyer, what you need to do, or take a couple of entrepreneurship classes to make sure you got this right. I recommend going for a corporation instead of putting yourself as a sole proprietor or a uh, partnership because you can be sued if something happens. Get the insurance, get your equipment, get all that good stuff. So when it goes down to when it boils down to you trying to run your business and things like that, you can cut people's grass. You can cut 10, 15 yards every day, you know, network. Because you've got to think about, think, this is the perfect time to do this, too. Think about who is retiring quickly, the baby boomers. They get up in age, guys. They're not out there pushing lawnmowers. You might say, well, they might be riding Ryan lawnmowers. Ryan lawnmower ain't going to get everything. Let's be real with that. But you can use those type of skills anywhere in America. That that type of job can't go nowhere. You know, we're in this whole health craze with CrossFit and exercising. We can also do the smoothie thing. You got the ice cream truck. Why don't you flip that around and do that as a smoothie truck? It's things you have to think out the box, guys. It's not going to come to us. You have. We are we are the creators. We're the first creators. I don't know if people disagree with that. I don't really care. We're the first creators. Creativity is natural to us, but it's not going to come to you. You just sit there and be like, well, God, I'm praying that you give me something. God gave you hands. He gave you a mouth to speak. He gave you a mind to think. These are for the people I'm talking about who don't have any physical disparities or any uh, inabilities to stop them from doing what they want to do, but it's not going to come. And then I'd rather for you to live your life to the fullest instead of being working for someone that you never see your dream come true because when you work for someone, you're making their dream come true. You're not making your dream come true. And you're like, damn, I want to get some money. And you talk about, well, I just want to get the lottery. 
So, I mean, I really, really want you to take that in mind. I thank you for tuning into the show. Sorry about being late. I've been pushing about I have been moving. And I owe you a couple of shows, guys. So I'm working on trying to get the Internet back up. I'm at a place now where I got Internet, but where I'm supposed to be going to, we're still working on the Internet issue. So I'm going to try to get the shows up to you. In worst-case scenario, I have to upload them. This was a live show. I don't know if anyone called. I just did the show on the fly. wanted to make sure everyone listened, uh, got an ear in. And I'm, I'm telling you, you got to stay positive, guys. Don't let the negativity get you down. With all this racism, things like that, we can march all day we want to. You can give big speeches. They ain't going to accomplish anything. When you practice economics, group economics, and you come together like a fist and stop buying from people who call you names but will turn around and take your money, you gotta you got to be smart on that, guys. You don't have to take that. And I tell people that people say, you got to take I don't have to take shit. I don't have to take shit. There's always someone else out there. you got to think about this. This is America, right? We ain't living to that creed, you know. You know, all men are created equal. We're not we're not there, you know, uh, to have those rights as far as, you know, the real rights of the was to own something, the ownership, own land. Some people don't look at that. Most most people staying in apartments, some people got their priorities messed up, they got the money to put on the rims, but some got money to put the stuff that they need to get taken care of to set themselves up for the next twenty years or whatnot. We gotta think about that, guys. You can live in a fast lane and get burnt up quickly. You can look at what's ahead of you, pace yourself, and get it going. The sky's the limit. That's all I have to say for you. I thank you for tuning in. You can get the show anytime by going www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Indian underscore true. Go there, download all the shows. You can email me at nb underscore truth at yahoo.com. I will take emails. People can send me emails. And I've got a Facebook page typing nothing but the truth. That's a Facebook page. I'm trying to get at least 100 likes within the next, uh, within this, not this month, but early next month, probably next 20 days or so, okay? So we're going to keep pushing the show, keep promoting the show. If you got friends that want to listen to the show, you can take the show to work. I'm not going to tell you to play it out loud on the speaker box. I mean, you got headphones. People do do that. Listen to the show. The show's been going on for seven years now. Enjoy the show. I hope you have much fun as far as uh, enjoying your weekend. I know we have storms coming up and whatnot, but, hey, you got to enjoy your life. I hope you guys stay safe and God bless.